Good morning. We are doing today the second chapter of Ilchot Berachot. Um, this chapter deals mostly with the halachot relating to Birkat Hamazon, which is, as we mentioned yesterday, the only biblical, the only scriptural commandment relating to Berachot, the only Berachot that is minatorized Birkat Hamazon. Halacha Aleph, Seder Birkat Hamazon Kahu. This is the order, the right setup of Birkat Hamazon. Rishona Birkat Hazan. The first beracha is Hazan, the second one is Ha'ares, Shelishit Bonei Yerushalayim, the third one Bonei Yerushalayim, Revi'ita Tov Ve'ametiv, the fourth one Tov Ve'ametiv, which we mentioned yesterday, is sort of like appended to Birkat Hamazon, and therefore there is an Amen before it. Beracha Rishona, Moshe Rabbeinu Tikkenaha, the first beracha Chachamim said in the Gemara, that it was established by Moshe Rabbeinu, Ushniya Tikken Yehoshua, the second one by Yehoshua bin Nun, Ushlishit Tikken David Ushlomo Beno, the third one by David and Shlomo, his son. What does it mean that they both did it? I don't know. And the fourth one was established by the Hachamim of the Mishnah. This is something extremely important. Uh, Jewish morality, Jewish ethics is evident um, I'd say mostly in economic matters. And when someone is employed by, by, by someone else, by an employer, and that employer is paying by the hour, so it would be inappropriate, it would be improper and dishonest to use that time to engage in some personal affairs. So halakha recognizes that, and the halakha itself gives many discounts to people who are employed by the hour. So someone who is being employed and eats bread, according to the halakha, during that time, he need not make a beracha before, because of the time it would take from his employment. And after the se'uda, the person must say, need say only the first two berachot, not the third one or the fourth one. All of this, so that they don't refrain, they don't cease working, what they're being paid for. Beracha Rishona, Ketikna, and how is this done? The first one, the first Beracha, they do like everyone else. The second one, it begins and ends like what everyone else says, but in the middle, there has to be some mention of Binyan Yerushalayim, of the reconstruction of Yerushalayim, which is the theme of the third Beracha. So we put a little bit of the theme of the third, third beracha, we fold it into the second beracha, and that's how this is resolved. But if they were uh, being rewarded, if their reward for the work was the actual meal, so that gives them more of an entitlement to spend more time eating, or they were eating with the employer, which guarantees that as soon as the employer wants them to start working again, he'll rush them up. Then they have to say all four berachot, like everyone else. You'll notice that right now in the berachot, there is no exact, exact formula. And Birkat Amazon is one of those things, unlike other tefillot, where the Nusha'ot, the kind of formulas that we use in various communities, vary tremendously. 
There is a lot of differences between the Birkat Hamazon of Rabbi Sa'ad Yagaon, the one of Harambam, the one you'll find in Mahzor Aram Sova, and the one you'll find in today's Sidurim, both for Ashkenazim and for Sepharadim, they are all different. Why is that? Because what needs to be done is following certain themes and mentioning certain things, and that's what this halacha deals with. The Birkat Haaretz, the first Beracha, has to begin with a, an acknowledgement, thanking at the beginning and at the end, and the ending needs to be like everyone has. And there is this specific formula that needs to be inserted somewhere in the middle of this bracha, which is a land <clears throat> which is uh, pleasant, it's good, and it's and it's uh, it's um, um, very uh, comfortable, very expansive. Whoever did not say that, Loya said that did not fulfill his obligation. One must also mention Berit, which is the covenant, Torah is the law. And to say Berit before Torah, because this covenant that we mentioned in Berit is not the covenant of the Torah that was done through the Torah, but rather he Berit Mila is a Berit Mila. Because on Berit Milah, this covenant was entered into, or was, was prescribed, was alluded to one way or another 13 times. This is something that we'll see in Ilchot Berit Milah, Ilchot Milah. And the Torah was done three times. Because it says in the Varim at the end, it says, these are the words of the covenant, other than the covenant that was entered into in Horev, which is Har Sinai. And then after that, it says, In Parashat Nisavim, you are here standing today to enter into the covenant. So we have three covenants, or so it's alluded in the Torah. One at the end of the Varim, which acknowledges, which mentions that there had been one before in Sinai. That makes it two. And then after this is said, there is a third one, Moshe Rabbeinu says, you are today entering into a covenant, so you have really three times the Torah was committed to, as opposed to 13 times the Berit Milah was committed to, which is why Hachamim decided what we want to thank Borei Olam for in the first Beracha of Pikat Amazon is Berit Milah, which has something a little more than the Torah, and it's a number of times to uh, we, uh, the number of times this was committed to. The third beracha, there is a specific way by which one must end, must begin it, and that is uh, this way. Rahim, Rahim means uh, compassion, but really it means please uh, show love. Rahim is to show love. Show love, Hashem, our God, uh, on Israel, your people, and Jerusalem, your city. Oh, or if one uh, wants, he could do a different formula. Please, comfort us through Jerusalem, your city. And then the end of the Berakha needs to be Bonei Jerusalem. Nothing is said about what's in the middle. Or alternatively, the one who comforts his people through the building of Jerusalem. 
This is why this beracha is called nehama, is a beracha of comfort. Sometimes it's referred to as nehama because of this theme. Whoever did not mention somewhere in this beracha the kingdom of of David, the kingdom of uh, King David, did not fulfill his obligation. And that's what we, in most formulas, we say at the end of this beracha, Malchut b'david because this is part, an essential part of the theme of the Beracha, because the only way we can ever achieve full comfort is with the return, the retreating of the kingdom of David HaMelech, the re-establishment of the kingdom of David HaMelech. On Shabbatot and holidays, he begins the same way and ends the same way as the rest of the week with Yerushalayim. But in the middle, he inserts something reminding of the distinction of the day. How so? He can begin formula with which we are more familiar. And he ends like he would any other day. In the middle, in Shabbat, he should say something like, Please uh, uh, want us and, and, and uh, strengthen us through your mitzvot. And through the mitzvah of this uh, restful seventh day, and let us uh, refrain from from melachot and to rest on it like the prescription expressing your will. Let there not be <clears throat> any uh, sorrow or any uh, troubles on this day of our rest. In, on uh, other holidays, he should say, "Yaalevi Avo, may uh, God, the, the God of our fathers." Our God and the God of our, our, our forefathers, let uh, let it come before you, the 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 fact that we are doing this day. That's Also on Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoy, the middle of the holidays, we should say in the middle of the third beracha, during Hanukkah and Purim, we add in the middle of the of the first beracha, Birkat Haaretz, Al Hanisim. Just like we do in Tefillah, which we do it right after Modim. And what happens if you have both Yom Tov and Shabbat on the same day? So you start, like we have the rule of Tadir V'Sheinot Tadir, things which are more common, more frequent, proceed. Have precedence over things that are less frequent. So more frequent is Tirseva Halitsenu, which is Shabbat, and only afterwards Yaleviavu. Vehenosh Hodesh Tevechi Haliot Bashabbat, Maskil Al Hanisim Bibrikata Aretz, or Seva Halitsenu Yaleviavu Banehama. And also two Rosh Hodesh Tevet, which is uh, the most eventful day of the year, if you so will, because you can have Hanukkah Rosh Hodesh and and, uh, and Shabbat at the same time. So, you, so you'd say Al Hanisim at the beginning. Then Ratseva Halitsen and then Yaleviavo in the middle of Bunirushaim. Alachazaim Belacharvi, I say, Laskit Bashalosh Malchuyot, 
וכשמברך האורח אצל בעל הבית, מוסיף בברכה לבעל הבית. The, ברכה, the fourth ברכה, one must mention three times מלך, we'll see, and then also in this third ברכה, this is where someone who is a traveler, אורח means traveler, not guest, as we mentioned before, uh, of course it, it, it could mean guest as well, but the word אורח means traveler, from אורח, which means uh, a, a way, a journey. So when the אורח is being hosted, he can add also, he should add also there a blessing, an acknowledgement to the host. How should he acknowledge him? should say, may it be the will that you, the host, should not ever uh, be embarrassed, be, lose your, be undignified on, in this world, nor be embarrassed when uh, it comes the world to come. It's permissible to add and to expand upon this Beracha to the Baal Abayit. And we change the fourth Beracha when we are in the house of uh, mourning. And the way the formula changes is we say the living king, the one who is good and does good, a, a, the, the God, the God of the truth, the, the true judge, the one who uh, he, he judges with uh, justice, he leads with justice, he's uh, the one who governs his world and does within it uh, as he pleases, that we, his nation and his servants, and on all of these things, we must acknowledge him and give him beracha. And then he can also add a prayer to, to uh, that, that may Borei Olam uh, console and comfort the people who are mourning in that house. And then he finishes Harahaman as we are used to at the very end of Bikat Amazon. We add certain prayers which begin with Harahaman. In the house of Hatanim, not Evel, but Hatanim is uh, the, the house in which uh, they, uh, they actually have the wedding. The way they used to do it, uh, well, you'll see in the next halacha. Um, so the first thing we do is Birkat Hatanim, Arba Berachot. So in, in Bet Hatanim, after the fourth Berachot of Birkat Hamazon, we add some Berachot for Hatanim. In each and every meal that's eaten in that house, this beracha should not be said nor by, by uh, slaves or by minors. And until when should this beracha be said? Is something that continues forever? No. If it was a, a widower that married a widow, both of them have had their main happiness in their first marriage. We only uh, say the Berachah in the first day. This is also because Hamim wanted to, this was part of, you can call them women's rights back in the day. Hamim established that whenever a girl was married for the first time, she had a right to seven days of celebration. 
So this right only applies one time. Vim haya bahur shenasa almana o almon shenasa betula. However, if it was a guy who is getting married for the first time and he's marrying a widow, a widow, or a widower who is marrying a maiden, a girl who is uh, getting married for the first time. Then these perachot are said all seven days of celebration, which were the seven days the wedding took place back in the day. This beracha that is added in the house of Hatanim is the beracha that is also the last of the seven that is said during the Nisuim themselves. Nisuim is the, the latter part, the second part of the wedding ceremony in Halakha. So you have Kiddushim or Erusim and you have Nisuim. The Kiddushim slash Erusim is when the, the, the groom actually commits the bride to become exclusive to him, to him. And Nisuim is when the Ketubah is entered into and he brings her into his house and uh, they can be together for the first time. That's Nisuim and that's when we say Berachot. So when do we say that this Beracha is added Oops, sorry. Sorry, I lost the page. So when do we say that we only add the last of the seven berachot of Nisuim uh, after Bikat Amazon? This is when the presence, those who were having uh, the, the meal together, were the same participants as, as were in the Nisuim themselves. However, if we have different people, what's called Panim Aherot, we have new participants, that did not hear the Biracha of Nisuim during the Nisuim. By the way, this means that people who come late to the Chupa or to the wedding and miss the Chupa can be considered the panim, the panim hadashot, the, these uh, new participants, for purpose of saying the beracha afterwards. So, if those people are present, so for them, one may say all seven berachot, like one says during the nisuim themselves, provided that there, there must be minyan and hatanim are part of. The, the ten, the, the hatan counts as part of the ten. Eluen these are the seven berachot. I'm just going to read them. This beracha is about Bore Olam, that he who creates everything for his honor. Blessed are you, God, our Lord, the eternal King, the one who creates man. The one who makes man, your servants makes, not creates. I'm going to translate a little freely this beracha. It's, it's a little difficult to translate because the implication otherwise is against our beliefs that uh, 
so here's how I'm going to translate. Uh, blessed are you, God, our Lord, the eternal King, the one who makes man in his image, in other words, in God's image, Betzelem demut tavnito, in an image of his own unique appearance, and this is referring now to man, it's not referring to the appearance of God, God does not have a tavnit, so again, Betzelem demut tavnito, tavnito is of Adam, not of God, and he made from, from it, from this tavnit of the Adam, he made from it a a um, a kind of a, a a building, some structure that can last forever. In other words, Bore Olam, he programmed man in a way that in his body, in his forms, there is a potential to procreate and to find uh, a mate, and so continue its existence, the existence of his species forever. Baruch Atah Hashem, Yosef HaAdam. Blessed are you, Hashem, the one who makes man. It's the second Yosef HaAdam, as you, as you have noticed. Sostasis v'tagil akara b'kibuz panel tucha b'simcha. Let her rejoice and be happy. The akara means the, the, the barren one, as her children gather together into her hap, happily. Baruch Atah Hashem. Blessed are you, Hashem. Or blessing, rather, are you, Hashem. Uh, the one who uh, makes happy Sion with her children. May you make happy the the Re'im means uh, friends or lovers, lovers that are loved. Like you made happy your creation back when in Gan Eden, in other words, Adam Arishon. Baruch Hashem, blessing you are Hashem. The one who makes happy the Hatan and the Kala. Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Shabarah Hashem Asimhan. This is the last one now, the seventh one. Uh, blessing you are Hashem, our God, Eternal King, the one who creates uh, rejoicing and happiness, the one who creates a groom and bride, Gilavarina celebration and singing, Ahava veAhava, love and companion, Shalom veReut, uh, peace. And Raut is another word for, for love. Uh, swiftly, God, our Lord, let it be heard from the cities of Yehuda. Some people say Mehare Yehuda. is Mehare Yehuda from the cities of Yehuda. And from the outskirts of Yerushalayim. Kol Sasson, a, a sound of uh, rejoicing. We call him highest sound of happiness. Kol hatan v'kol kala, a sound of uh, grooms and a sound of brides. Kol mishalot hatanim mishte, a sound of uh, of the celebrating of the of the uh, the the the, rejo- the enjoying of the grooms from their parties. Un arim neginatam and youth as they are playing their instruments. Baruch atah Hashem, blessing you are Hashem, the one who makes happy mesamei hatan aimakla, the one who makes happy the hatan. Before it was vechala, now it's aima kala, now it's together with the kala. Yud bet. Shachach v'lo yizkir b'shabbat o b'yom tov k'dushat hayom. In yizkar kolam sh'yatchil b'bilachar revi'it. B'shabbat nomei baruch ha'shnatab shabbat menuchal amo yisrael yot v'levit kosh baruch ha'tashem k'tash shabbat. If a person forgot to mention ratzeva halitzenu ya'alev yavo, and he or he remembered after he finished the third beracha, then but before he starts the fourth beracha, 
then he still has a chance to add it as a beracha by itself. And the beracha is uh, blessing are you, the one who has given the Shabbat as a day of rest to his nation Israel, as a sign, a covenant, a distinct covenant, uh, blessing you are Hashem, the one who sanctifies the Shabbat. Yom Tov Omer, and if it was Yom Tov, it says, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Blessing is the one who gave uh, good days, festive days to his nation, to his people Israel, for rejoicing and happiness. Blessing you are Hashem, the one who sanctifies Israel, and some specific times. And then he begins the fourth beracha, and he finishes like he normally would. But if he began, if he remembered once he had begun the fourth beracha, posek, then he stops, interrupts Birkat Hamazon wherever he is, and he goes back all the way to the beginning to the beracha of Hazan. Yud Gimal. If he forgot to say Alevi Avo, then he, if he remembers before the fourth beracha, he adds without making it into a beracha, without saying Baruch Hashem, he says, Blessed, blessing is the one that gave uh, beginnings of months to his nation Israel, Zikaron. Zikaron means to, for, for commemoration. And he does not add Hashem. Then he begins the fourth and he finishes. However, if he remembers after he began the fourth according to Harambam, one need not repeat Bilkat Hamazon for forgetting Ya'alevi Avon Rosh Chodesh. Likewise, in if he forgot and did not mention Bikat Hamazon, it does not go back. So, Cholamoed, you forgot Yalevevu, you do not repeat the Bikat Hamazon. Yodalet, last Alacham, Isha Halvesh Hachvelo Berach, he who ate and forgot and did not say Beracha, in Mizkar Kodam Shait Akel Hamazon Bemeav, if he remembers before the food has time to, dig to be digested inside his, uh, his intestine, in other words, before the digestive system is hungry again, Hozer uh, Umbarech, he he should go and 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 say should re, uh, go back to whatever he was and say Birkat Hamazon. Likewise, if he forgot, he doesn't remember whether or not he said Birkat Hamazon or not. Hozer Umbarech, he goes back and says Berachah Rambam says elsewhere because this is. Uh, a safek de oraita, and therefore we go lehumra, as we said, because Amazon is um, is a is a misfami um, natura. So long as the food did not fully digest in his in 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 his uh, in his uh, in his um, guts, which really is to say, so long as he is not hungry again. The moment the person becomes hungry again. Then the ve'achalta ve'savata of the first eating no longer applies, and we are talking about a different stage. Birkat Hamazon is no longer at that at that point at that moment. The Birkat Hamazon is no longer something that one must go and say and say again if he doesn't know if he said it or not.